Costco. Hi, what's up? It's Friday. We've made it. Hello. It is your morning ritual with me. Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 792, Sons most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. 6.30 this morning, our time, there's going to be a vote. The Senate Judiciary Committee is going to vote. And it really doesn't mean anything, to be honest with you. Uh, but they're going to vote. Maybe it'll be 11-10. Who knows? Even if the vote is not 11-10 and they, you know, more no's than yeses, it'll still get pushed for Brett Kavanaugh uh, to be... Voted up or down on a confirmation. But that's happening just in a little bit. We'll see what happens. Second thing I think you need to know is that Jeff Flake has said, this is a, this is a, this is a, tough, uh, this is a tough thing. Yeah, it was a close call. I just, I just don't know what to do. You must really be dumb. I mean, obviously you're evil or dumb or both. It's not even close. If you have at least a half a brain and you saw what happened yesterday, it's not even close. But there's Jeff Flake for you. There you go. That's Jeff Flake. Third thing I think you need to know, Lindsey Graham goes nuclear and is freaking awesome. I mean, absolutely awesome. And for that, he gets doxxed. Do you know what doxxed is? D-O-X-X. Doxxed. D-O-X-X-E-D. Doxxed. Who's past tense. Uh, somebody got Lindsey Graham and some other lawmakers' home addresses and phone numbers and put them out on Wikipedia. And now we find out that uh, it came from a computer in the House of Representatives. So some congressperson's lackey decided to uh, give out the personal information of Lindsey Graham and some others. Yeah. Ah, keeping it classy. Yeah, there. Trump is the bad one, and this is just terrible, and blah, 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 blah. Three things I think you need to know. So what do you think? You see the, the Brett Kavanaugh thing yesterday? We, we, you know, when we were on the air, it was the, uh, the Ford, that lady, Christine Ford. And she had a lot of inconsistencies, a lot of things going back and forth on her. Uh, dude, Brett, Vaugh, Brett Kavanaugh was Trumpian. That was a Trumpian situation, right? Trumpian situation. He did not hold back. You know how refreshing that is? And not just because I don't hold back. It seemed real, didn't it? It seemed real. Brett Kavanaugh seemed like a real human being, as opposed to all these other people. Whether it's a politician, whether it's a Supreme Court justice nominee, who anybody like that, they get handlers attached to them, and the people tell them what they can say, what they can do. It's like they handcraft them, they mold them, and they, they just don't seem real because it's like nobody nobody acts like that. Now, anybody with at least a half a brain, anybody that cares, would have done the same thing that Brett Kavanaugh did. I mean, it took guts, though. It took a lot of guts to sit there and tell those dopey senators on both sides of the aisle how incompetent and stupid they basically are and how how ridiculous the situation has become. It took guts to do that. But imagine if that were you. If all of a sudden all this information comes out about you that is totally false and it gets dragged along and then members of the media are are posting stories that aren't true and these these politicians are talking to the media and saying things that aren't true and you're sitting there going what the hell and then you got to deal with your wife and your kids being upset all this stuff anybody would sit back and say you got to be freaking kidding me you've got to be free and that's exactly 
what Brett Kavanaugh did. He said, you've got to be freaking kidding me. And he owned them. He absolutely owned them. He said stuff. He got choked up. He was tearing up. He was mad. He was at Anybody would be mad at what happened. If all of a sudden people start spouting lies about you and they're lying about everything that you've done in your life and everything that you're about, all this stuff, you would be mad. And it was so good to see a man standing up for his family, for his name, and calling out these people saying, you have put my family through hell. My life is never going to be the same after this. And these morons, these you want to talk about evil. And I thought it was a very powerful thing when Brett Kavanaugh said, one of you on this committee called me evil. You called me evil. Now my wife's getting death threats. You're calling me evil. You know who's evil? Those people on the committee. Diane Feinstein leaking the story. I, I, I didn't leak it. I mean, he owned Diane Feinstein. He... He gave it to her. We have so much sound to play. Even if you heard it, you're going to want to hear it again. And this is why people don't like politicians. And let me tell you something. This is why people don't like the media. They do not like the media at all. The things that are being said this morning on cable news, I mean, it is just as bad as the things that happened to the Kavanaugh family over the past 10, 11 days. It is just as bad. It's, it's pretty pathetic what's going on. Can we play number 70? I mean, I, I love everything that he did, but this is so beyond the pale. Barbara Boxer, former senator from the state of California. Barbara Boxer. These people are so irresponsible. They just, they get up on TV in these boxes. I don't know if this is on MSNBC or CNN, probably MSNBC. And what she said about this this man was disgusting. Listen to this. All of a sudden, we see a man transformed from a choir boy who, up to now, has said, after hours in front of the committee, he lived this very perfect life. All of a sudden, his anger is triggered. And what we oh. saw today is someone who you could now see attacking a woman. What? Because he got mad because his name was dragged through the mud. Friends of his dragged through the mud. His wife threatened. His daughter's having to see this, and his daughter's crying. Yes, he got mad. He got mad. And because he got mad because... This happened to his family. Now he looks like a guy that can attack a woman. What a piece of garbage she is. Do you know how irresponsible it is to have that on your airwaves? And they let it go. But listen, this is America. This is the free market. You just don't watch. They're exactly who they are. You want to talk about mean, mean, disgusting people. That's what the Democrats are. And if you're a Democrat, how are you not embarrassed by this? I can't say this enough. I've said it for days now. If Republicans started trashing a nominee this same way, if it was some Democratic-leaning justice or whatever it might be, and they start leaking stuff out, doing these things, and, 
I mean, asking about the most ridiculous stuff and just destroying a person's family and a person. I would rip that eight ways till Sunday. We've done it on this show. How could you be a Democrat and say this is okay? And if it is, by the way, if you say, well, this is okay, and I just, this Kavanaugh guy is just bad and I don't agree with him, you're a horrible person. Like, you are a piece of garbage. Like, I, there's no other good words for you. You are literally a piece of garbage. It's disgusting. You can disagree with people. It's okay. Sotomayor, Kagan, I didn't agree with him at all. Kagan, by the way, thinks Kavanaugh is a good guy. Kagan was nominated by Obama. But you know what? The, the experience. To be able to sit on the Supreme Court. It's just how it is. One more. Former Congresswoman Donna Edwards, number 72. She said this this morning. About. About Brett Kavanaugh. Listen. You know, listening to uh, Judge Kavanaugh. And uh, it was surprising to me that he would. He seemed like a bully. Uh, frankly, and it reminded me, took me back to my old days as a victim advocate working with victims of domestic violence and sexual assault and seeing their perpetrators across the table or across the courtroom and uh, that kind of confrontation. And it really felt very much uh, like that. Reminded me of a sexual predator. Right? Oh. But how long is it? Hit play real quick. Don't put it up in the ear, but how, how long? It's, it's probably a long one, yeah. Yeah, Barbara Boxer, who said that uh, Kavanaugh looks like a man that can attack a woman, on the Hillary email scandal said, let's just move on, people. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. These are just, I mean, these are, they think that it's not a problem just messing with somebody's life. It's how disgusting they are. It's gross. But they're gross. I mean, they, they are. They are just 150, but they're gross. What else can you say? Right? Just gross. Uh, I mean, to the question, we're going to get the sound bites. I'll get your calls. You have this one dopey senator, Sheldon Whitehouse, asking about drinking games, asking about farting words that describe farting. This is a guy that's going to be on the Supreme Court. He's going to be confirmed. And you have Democratic senators asking about what does what does boof mean? Which apparently these when he, when Kavanaugh was sixteen with his buddies, they called that farting. This is what's important. Other Democratic senators, big giant picture of Kavanaugh's yearbook photo with information that he put in his high school freaking yearbook. You goofy kids, is this really who you are? And he's like, I was number one in my class. I worked my butt off to get to Yale College. I then uh, was accepted into Yale Law School. You're worried about my freaking, are you kidding me right now? This is what the Democratic Party is, literally. If you don't like Republicans, fine, but you should feel embarrassed if you have to vote for these. Like, I wouldn't vote for them. You know how many people aren't going to vote for Martha? Because they're embarrassed by her, and she's nothing compared to these idiots. 623. We'll continue. There's so much more. Wait, we got, we got a, you know what? Since Lindsey, Lindsey Graham was fantastic yesterday. John McCain dies. Lindsey Graham finally gets out of the clutches of stupidity. And it's not too soon. I don't care. And 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 Lindsey say it was Lindsey Graham. I saw your face. Lindsey Graham went off in what was probably the best thing I've ever seen a politician say that's not named Trump. 
we'll get to that and and what Joe Scarborough's face, you know, now that Lindsay has crossed to the other side of conservatism. Well, you're dead to us, the rest of the media. We'll get to all that. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BILLS to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BILLS to 200-200. All right. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Breaking news right now. It has just come down that Senator Jeff Flake will vote to confirm... Brett Kavanaugh. Yes. No, 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 no. The wrong one. Will you stop with the second? Yes. Now it's official. Jeff Flake is a yes. He will vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. Did you think he was going to pull a John McCain? And at the last minute, because he hates Trump so much, just do the the, the thumbs down. You think he was going to do that? So Jeff Flake is a yes. People were very nervous, and they were very right to be. But I had a feeling that Flake was going to do the right thing, as much as he hates Trump, and he hates Trump a lot. Um, I, I think that this I, I expected this. I would have been a little surprised. I mean, not totally surprised, but a little surprised. So Jeff Flake says, I'm in. All right, Jeff, thank you. Now you can go away. You can go bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Um. Well, uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham was epic. How long is the Lindsey Graham soundbite that we have? We Let's go to the soundbites, Alexis, if you don't mind. Alexis, go to the soundbites. It's just funny to be not Alexis. <laughs> Alexis training with Ryan this morning. So Lindsey Graham, number 79. Number 79. I don't know if we have time to play all of it. Uh, let, let's just play some of it, and we can take your comments on, on all this stuff. We have so much to get to. Uh, here we go. Lindsey Graham yesterday, the only Republican that was worth a damn. They all needed to be this fired up, to be honest with you. Bunch of sleepwalking fools. Listen to this. Here we go. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. You went after what you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in 2020. Boom. You said that. Wow. Not me. You called them out. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said hello, because I voted for them. Mm. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. Cool. I hope the American people can see through this sham that you knew about it and you held it. You had no intention of protecting Dr. Ford. None. She's as much of a victim as you are. God, I hate to say it because these have been my friends. But let me tell you, when it comes to this, you're looking for a fair process. You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend. Whoa. This is hell. This, this. this is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap. He's right. Your high school yearbook. You have interacted with professional women all your life, not one accusation. Nope. You're supposed to be Bill Cosby when you're a junior and senior in high school. And all of a sudden you got over it. It's been my understanding 
that if you drug women and rape them for two years in high school, mm -hmm. you probably don't stop. To my Republican colleagues, if you vote no, yeah, it's you, Jeff. you're legitimizing the Susan most Collins. despicable thing I have seen in my time in politics. It's about time. You want this seat? I hope you never get it. I hope you're on the Supreme Court. That's exactly where you should be. Yep. And I hope that the American people will see through this charade. And I wish you well. And I intend to vote for you. And I hope everybody who's fair-minded will. There you go. 634 on KNST, AM 790. Uh, what what uh, the media is now saying about Lindsey Graham, they used to love him because he'd go on and be like Minnie McCain and sometimes rip Republicans and all this other stuff. Now it's just too much. Now he's they, they, you got to understand, they're... They are dead. They are They are now saying you are dead to us. We'll get to that. Uh, the vote in the Senate Judiciary Committee should happen in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, I look up, I see the fossil, Dianne Feinstein. What a... 80, no offense if you're 83, 84 years old, but you have no business doing this stuff. You, at some point, you just don't have the same kind of capabilities. It is what it is. Um, and she's a dinosaur. So anyway... The, the things that this guy was, was being asked yesterday, the fart stuff, the, it's just disgraceful. And I'm so glad that he stood up for himself. We'll have more coming up right now. Here's the latest from Fox. All right, 640 on this Friday. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, we're going to get some audio in just a second. A vote is about to take place in the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's 11 Republicans, 10 Democrats on Kavanaugh. And the second thing I think you need to know is that Jeff Flake, his office put out an email just a few minutes ago, breaking news. Jeff Flake said he will support. He will confirm. Yes, he is a yes vote on Brett Kavanaugh. How about that one? Huh? Third thing I think you need to know. Disgusting stuff that needs to be talked about more in the media that Lindsey Graham goes nuclear as he should, as he should on the Democrats that are trying to destroy, that did destroy Brett Kavanaugh's life. And for that, he got doxxed. All his personal information, his phone number, his home address, put on Wikipedia. And it turns out the computer was traced back to the House of Representatives. So some congressperson's lackey put out his information. Three things I think you need to know. Um, let's just, oh, we got the lion Dick Blumenthal. Again, his name is Richard. We call him Dick for short. Lion Dick Blumenthal, Democratic Senator from Connecticut who lied about his service in Vietnam for years and yesterday tried to lecture Brett Kavanaugh on being credible, truthfulness, that kind of stuff. He's talking right now. Can you put up the audio? Let's hear some what, what, what they're saying right now. It's never been questioned by any member of oh, our They want to subpoena committee. Mark Judge. He has never submitted His, a Kavanaugh's detailed friends. account of what he knows he knows it didn't happen and so what more details do you I want move, mr chairman that we have him before this committee as a witness unbelievable he could be interviewed beforehand on a bipartisan basis okay, i recognize put it down for just a second that he so, has so submitted. mark judge is one of the witnesses named by uh christine ford who was at that party mark judge was in the room along with uh, along with brett Mark knocked bread off me, blah, 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 blah. Mark Judge is an alcoholic. He's got anxiety issues. He's almost died from his alcoholism. He almost died from leukemia. He doesn't want to deal with this stress. He had his lawyer put out a statement which simply said, 
this party never happened. I was not there. I never knew Brett to do this. This never happened. You want a detailed explanation? If something never happened, how many more details can you give about something that didn't happen? This is like the dumbest crap I've ever heard. This is, Democrats are an embarrassment. This, we're supposed to have, we're supposed to be a country, right? Where we're not like dictatorships. We're not like banana republics. We're not like these third world countries that are just awful. I mean, we are supposed to that if there's a transition in power, one political party to the other, you're not the other political party that loses power is not supposed to sabotage and and ruin people's lives to try to reclaim that power and stop the other party from getting that power. We have elections. American citizens decide who will be in power. And the Democrats right now are trying to make us into a freaking banana republic where they don't care about how things have happened in the past because they are so hungry for power. They're, listen, the Democrats literally have nothing. Have you? We have midterms coming up in five weeks, right? Big elections. Can you tell me something that the Democrats stand for? Like they said, you need to vote for us because we're going to do this. Raise your taxes. That might be it. They want to get rid of the crumbs. Other than that, what, what do they exactly stand for? Like, what is their thing? They have nothing. Trump has come in. And been honest. He's not corrupted. He doesn't have to do things for his donors that helped get him into office. So he's doing common sense American things like lowering your taxes, building up the military, making sure we're respected throughout the world, making other countries pay us for protecting them, like in NATO. Uh, he is getting rid of regulations to let businesses grow, not to kill the environment, but just to actually grow. He is securing the border. He's trying to crack down on illegal immigration. He wants to put Americans first, wants American wages to go up. It's helping white Americans, black Americans, Hispanic Americans, Asian Americans, women, men, everybody. So Democrats are like, oh, my God, what the hell do we do? We have literally nothing that we can say we'll do better than than Trump right now. Like, we can't promise to make the economy better. It just grew at 4.2 freaking percent. We can't promise that you're going to get more money. Your income is going up 2.9 percent year over year. There are more jobs than we have people. So you know what? Trump's terrible, and this guy's terrible, and 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 he's a he's a rapist and stuff. We don't care if we ruin a guy's life. We have to do something to try to convince people to go to the polls to vote for us. That's all the Democrats are doing. Can you bring it? What does it sound like right now? I don't even know what's going on right now. Can you just bring it up? I'm just curious. Ten yays, eleven nays. The motion is defeated. Now I move, as I said, I was oh, they going tried, to do. I think they tried that to we set uh, the vote. To report out Judge Kavanaugh's nomination at 1.30 p.m. They tried today. to delay it. Mr. Order. Chairman, point of order. Oh, here we go. Filibuster again. Uh, Another Democrat, Dick Durbin. Mr. Chairman, point of order. He calls himself Dick. Dick Durbin. They don't care about rules. Mr. Lee. Mr. Cruz. They're going on with the vote, sounds like. Mr. Clay. The Mr. Ram Clayton. job continues. The Ram job continues, yeah. Mr. Kennedy. They're voting. Mrs. Feinstein. No. Mr. Oh. Lady. No, because it violates the customs Shut of, this, up. Uh, of this committee. Mr. It violates it. Right behind. No. Mr. Durbin. Mr. Whitehouse. No. That guy's a dope. No. Mr. Poon. No. Mr. Blumenthal. No. Mr. Rono. I strongly object. This is just totally ridiculous. Nobody cares what you think. No, no, no. Oh, my God. You know what? Keep talking. 
Keep talking. Keep hanging yourselves. They're not answering because this is so unfair, Mr. Chairman. Okay. Motion carried. I'll I'll go to my opening statement now. We have an agenda on with ten judges who are ready to be voted on. Brent Kavanaugh nominated the Supreme Court. Jonathan Cobus nominated the Eighth Circuit and eight district court judges. We also have two bills on the agenda. Let's we get will to hold come over on. S3178, the Justice for Victims of Lynching Act. Uh, we will vote on S2785, the DTER Act, sponsored by Senators Durbin and Graham. This bill combats offensive election interference by foreign adversaries by come denying on. entry to any foreign national who has been deemed to engage in election interference. The amendment I'll be introducing makes clear that the Secretary of Homeland Security will make this decision on who has engaged in election interference in a consultation with the Attorney General, the Director of National Intelligence, and the Secretary of State. Any foreign national who engages or conspires All right, I'm bored about this. We'll, we'll get to it when, it's, when it gets, when it gets good again. Bring it down. Bring it down. We're good. We're good. Uh, this is, you know what, as frustrating as it was and as frustrated as I got, I got to take a step back and realize the Democrats literally are destroying themselves even more. I mean, they, as long as people have at least a half a brain, there's always the stupid people out there, the Alyssa Milano's, that kind of stuff. But it's literally embarrassing, embarrassing that, that these Democrats keep doing this stuff. Embarrassing to them. They think they're, who are they winning? You know who they're winning over? The small percentage of freaks out there, like the Alexandria Ocasio-Cortezes of the world. The Bernie Sanders, they're, they're, those freaks is who they're trying to, they're, they're winning over. That's it. You know, I'm, this is how stupid, I, I have so much to play. Did you hear, I mean, I don't know if you heard what, what happened yesterday, if you saw what happened. People are concentrating on certain things. But, I let's do number 87. This Sheldon Whitehouse was asking about a let's do actually 85, 85 Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. He was an attorney general in the state of Rhode Island. I mean, but this guy, he, I don't know if he reminds me of a cross between John Larroquette, Bull from Night Court and Jim J. Bullock. It's something this guy reminds me of some kind of a weirdo, wacko, nutty, stupid movie character. But Sheldon Whitehouse it was his turn to talk to Kavanaugh yesterday. And this guy is such a smart guy. Yale College, Yale Law School, worked his butt off, everything, right? Getting smeared and destroyed by the Dems and the media. When it was his chance to ask him five minutes of questions, he asked him about what was in his freaking calendar and yearbook. Number 85, listen to a little bit of Sheldon Whitehouse uh, asking questions to Brett Kavanaugh, who was right to get... Yeah, Snippy, thank you. Good word, Snippy. Here we go, listen. It is. If you're worried about my yearbook, have at it, oh. Senator. Um, let's look at uh, Beach Week Ralph Club Biggest Contributor. What does the word Ralph mean in you, that 
that probably refers yeah, to uh, throwing me? up. I'm known to have a weak stomach and I always have. In fact, the last time I was here, you asked me about having ketchup on spaghetti. I always have had a weak stomach. I don't know that I asked about ketchup on spaghetti, you, but... You didn't. Someone did. Okay. And, and this is well known. Anyone who's known me, like a lot of these people behind me, uh, have known me my whole life, know... You know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer or with spicy food or anything. So the vomiting that you reference in the Ralph Club vomiting. reference um, As a teenager. related to the consumption of alcohol. Sarah, I was uh, the top of my class academically. Yep. Busted my butt in school. Captain of the varsity basketball team. Yep. Got into Yale College. When I got into Yale College, got into Yale Law School worked my tail off and did the word Ralph you used in your unbelievable if you're yeah, yeah, you relate to alcohol I like you beer. For that. I like beer I don't know if you do, okay. do you like beer senator or not um, what do you like to drink next one is, is, Senator, what do you like judge, have you I don't know if it's buffed or boofed Here how do you go. pronounce that judge. that refers to flatulence we were 16 this is actually okay. happening this is act this actually happened and so when uh, your friend mark judge said the same put the same thing in his yearbook page back to you he had the same meaning it was flatulence i don't know what he did but that's my recollection we want to talk about flatulence page him. 16 on a yearbook page ask him about farting i'm game that actually happened how can you say i'm so glad that guy's in my party ah oh, that's my team that's my guy. Oh, there's more. We have so much more. Keep on talking. Keep on talking. Did you o boof? Only, yeah, only <laughs> idiots would sit back and say, only idiots would sit back and say, man, he, he had no right to get angry. Kavanaugh had no right to get angry and upset just because he was called a sloppy, drunk gang rapist. I mean, why would you get upset if for 10 straight days the media pushes this story about you, they smear you to be a, a sloppy, drunk gang rapist? I mean, why would he be mad? Why, why should he be upset about that? I, this is the reason. This is the morons in the media and the Dems. All right, 653, it's KNST. All right, what's up? It's Friday. It's a good Friday so far. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, there is going to be a vote on Brett Kavanaugh at 1030 in the morning, our time, for the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, he will probably make it out of there. And they're going to probably start the debate Saturday, which is tomorrow, probably through Monday, and then maybe Tuesday. Hopefully Tuesday, if not Tuesday, Wednesday, vote to confirm him, confirm him to be the next Supreme Court justice. Uh, because the second thing that I think you need to know is Jeff Flake has announced minutes ago he is a yes. He is a yes on, on Brett Kavanaugh. Third thing I think you need to know, you know what, hang on. Let's bring it up. There's, there's a lot of arguing. Hang on a second. With the Senate Judiciary Committee, Dianne Feinstein did this long rant about how Brett Kavanaugh was out of line. He, she couldn't believe how he spoke to those members of Congress as if they're freaking gods. 
You label the guy as a drunk gang rapist. Now they're going back and forth. Kamala Harris wants to be president, who is just, she is a bad person, too. Arguing grassy. Listen to this. Here we go. Should be fully investigated, end of quote. That is exactly oh. what I have done. Oh, wait done a second. And what you know could what? have been done easier. Yes, hang on. Grassley, this is what happened. Grassley, Grassley is the chairman of the, of the Senate Judiciary Committee, not to get in the weeds here. And people are saying things going back and forth. They were very upset. Democrats, if you're just tuning in, they tried to filibuster this morning. They tried to call for a delay and it was voted down 10 to 11 to delay the whole Kavanaugh situation. And they kept saying again, we need an FBI investigation. We haven't even subpoenaed Mark Judge, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? Well, the Republicans voted 11-10 to say, screw you, we're going, up. we're going with this. That's what we're doing. Well, apparently, Kamala Harris, Maisie Hirono, and Amy Klobuchar, all three Senate Democrats, walked out in protest of how things were going this morning. And uh, Lion Dick Blumenthal is up there, too. Lion Dick, the senator from Connecticut. And they are protesting how things are going this morning. They are so desperate. They are losing, and they don't know what to do. They thought, they're sitting back saying, we had this insurance this insurance card, right? This insurance card, Diane Feinstein had this letter, didn't want to take it out, saying that uh, this woman claims 36 years ago, uh, Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her. They don't want to take it out. They thought they might be able to beat the guy and make him be bad, blah, 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 blah. When they realized they couldn't actually defeat him with ideas, they whip this thing out and leak it to the press, which is not even what Christine Ford wanted to happen. So they leak it to the press, and they literally ruin this guy's family, his name, his life. And, and they're going on with an unsubstantiated, uncorroborated story with no people that will that, 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 that actually witnessed this. The witnesses that the victim claims were there have all said this never happened. And the Democrats don't know what to do. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to turn us into a third world uh, banana republic where it's one party rule where they literally don't let the people that vote get what they want. Americans voted. They voted for Trump. Trump gets to pick his Supreme Court nominee. The Democrats can't let this happen. This would be five solid conservatives versus four Democrats, four liberals. And they don't know what to do. And they, they, they can't let normal order, which is what makes us better than every country in this world. We have the succession of power, the transition of power. This is what happens. Elections have consequences. And they don't know what to do. And they are literally making a mockery of this country. And they're making a mockery of how things are done. They're making a mockery of what made us and makes us better than everybody else. This is what they're doing. They're protesting. These idiots are protesting. I'll give you an example of something. This is, there's so much that we have to do. Right? Lion Dick Blumenthal, number 84, if you don't mind. Lion Dick. He's the senator from Connecticut. Do you know his story? He got caught lying for years. He told people he served in Vietnam. And then when it came out and, he, and, he, and he, it came out that he lied about it, he literally lied for years about serving in Vietnam. Yet he's a senator from Connecticut. People in Connecticut are just dumb as hell, and they keep voting this guy in. I mean, how could you vote for such a whatever? So they vote this guy in, and he is caught lying about what he does. Admits it. And yesterday, he actually lectures Kavanaugh about credibility. Listen. False in one thing, false in everything, meaning in jury instructions that 
we, some of us as prosecutors have heard many times, is told a jury that they can disbelieve a witness if they find him to be false in one thing. So wow. the core of why we're here today really is credibility. Wow. Uh, and then, here we go. Let me talk. The core of why we're here is an allegation for which the four witnesses present have all said it didn't happen. Boom! <laughs> you know, and thank God, Brett Kavanaugh, he must have said it at least a couple of dozen times of how all four witnesses that were named by Dr. Christine Ford, he said, I have no idea. I feel bad for Dr. Ford. We prayed for Dr. Ford. I'm sure something happened to her. I didn't do it. All four people that she said were witnesses to what she thinks happened have all denied it actually happened. That That's it. Any judge hears this, they're like, all right, case dismissed. I mean, there's nobody to back crap. And yet these Democrats want to convince people. Remember, Jerry, it's only a lie if you believe it. They want to convince people that there's something nefarious going on here. These people have no souls. How can you go to sleep at night? You're just such a bad person. They're just drunk with power. They just... They lost their way. They never had a way. I don't know. But let me tell you again, if you're just tuning in, Brett Kavanaugh was freaking dynamite yesterday. Absolutely fantastic. He had every right to be upset. Every right to be mad. He was... They, you know how many thousands of news stories there are, that are on the internet right now that will never go away? That call him a rapist? A gang rapist? A drunk? I mean, I'm hoping America has just had enough with this. I'll give you, you want to know how disrespectful it was? 82, Maisie Hirono, this senator from, from uh, Hawaii, who, by the way, we have the audio of Maisie Hirono. Maisie Hirono, if you remember last week, she had a press conference and she said, I think men just need to shut up. That's what she said. And she had the audacity to actually ask Brett Kavanaugh yesterday, in the hearing I'm watching this, about temperament. You think temperament's important? I think temperament's important. You had a press conference screaming for men to shut up, you nut. Maisie Hirono, this is a man that she's talking to and questioning who worked his way to college. Number one in his class. Yale College, got into Yale Law School, worked his butt up. He's a great guy. Great guy. And this is, the, this is what he had to sit and listen to. Listen to this. Here we go. You know, in college, number two things. A... I studied. I was in Cross Campus Library every night. And B, I played basketball for the junior varsity. I tried out for the varsity. With, uh, the first day I arrived on campus, we had captain's workouts. I played basketball every day, all through. And then as soon as the season was over in late February, captain's workouts started again. I was obsessed with so you the were not basketball I'm, player. I only have 23 seconds. So you were not as... Uh, Sloppy, drunk, and so your roommate was lying. What I, about refer you, I will sure. refer you again to the redacted portion. I'll say, look at my academic record, and I don't usually like to talk about myself this way, but in response to you, you know, I, I, I worked very hard in college in my studies, and I also played uh, basketball, I did sports, and I also okay, did wait. socialize. So you're not, you weren't a sloppy drunk? You sure you're not a sloppy drunk? Excuse me? How disrespectful this guy had to sit through this stuff? And then some of the media this morning, and Diane Feinstein, how dare he actually have the audacity? I've never been talked to that way. Nobody's ever talked to a committee, a Senate committee. Who the hell do you think you are?
So ridiculous. So insane. This is. I actually want to talk about this. Hang on. Uh, is the phone's good? We good? Brian, welcome to KNST. Hello, Brian. Hang on, it's not there. I to say, they must have read John McCain's will last weekend because Lindsey Graham got his cojones back. Well, no, no, hang on. They didn't read John McCain's will. No, 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 no. I, I'm glad you brought this up. And it's not funny. Hang on, but thank you, Brian. So, um, was right? Ryan's telling me you're going to be funny. Usually funny. It wasn't funny. I don't know who. It was who funny. There was nothing. There's nothing about reading John McCain's will so Lindsey Graham got his cojones back. Oh, he had him in his purse. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Okay, that was all right. Oh, funny. Oh, 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 I see. I get it. When you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. Anyway, so, no, but it was good, though. Thank you, Brian. But I'm glad you brought that up. Because remember when John McCain died last month, right? He dies, and everybody's together. All the Swampians, Republicans, Democrats at his funeral. And they're like, we're going to do what John McCain wanted. We're going to work together. We're going we're gonna to bring statesman stuff, like, back to the, the Senate. And blah, blah, Man, how quickly they forgot, huh? Or, or would John McCain be all about ruining somebody's life? I'm wondering, would he be all about that? Try to read Trump's life, that dossier. I thought they were like, we need to just be better, like John McCain wanted us to be, blah, blah, blah. Dude, as soon as they put that shovel in the ground, all right, game on, back at it. <laughs> back at it. Bunch of crap. I have so much, so much I want to say. Say it. I, I have to, but Say I take it. quick time out. <laughs> He's there, Kinnison. 719, your reaction to all this stuff that's happening. You know, and it's like all politics all the time. But you know what's crazy about it is that it's actually entertaining now. Trump makes it entertaining. The, you got to remember this. Democrats and a lot of Republicans in the media, they wanted you to think politics is so hard to understand, which is why you had to rely on what the media would tell you. You don't need to do any research for yourself. You couldn't in the past. There were only three channels, no internet, blah, blah, blah. They wanted you to just have to rely on what they said because they're smart on TV. And you're not that smart because you're not on TV. You're just some rube. So you have to rely on them. And they try to make it so complicated. But when you break it down, it is not complicated at all. It is actually so easy to understand all of this stuff, which is... Which is why another thing that struck me from yesterday. Uh, apparently, during the breaks, Kavanaugh was crushing things. And yet, even on Fox, the media was like, wow, he's just not doing well. And blah, 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 blah. They didn't try to explain stuff. They, the people in the, on the media, they really think that you and me are stupid. They really think that we can't follow what's going on. Right? They really think that. They really underestimate it. Republicans think you're stupid. Democrats think we're stupid. They think we're all stupid. We see exactly what's happening. All right, I have much more coming. We have so much to get to. This is really incredible what's happening today. Just from the the outrage, the fake outrage, the faux outrage from these dopes. We'll continue. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word CASH to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's CASH to 200-200. Yes, 727. Thanks for hanging out. Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most Stimulating talk again. 10.30 this morning will be a vote, our time, 10.30 this morning, uh, on Brett Kavanaugh. 
Jeff Flake has said he's in, just to get, get you a heads up on that. Uh, weather, it's going to be freaking hot because it's Tucson at the end of September. 70 degrees outside right now, uh, but we're going to be at 99 today. Uh, Gretzky, 98 tomorrow, 93 Sunday, but we could have showers. And then this is this is beautiful. Come Monday, as of now, 86 in the 80s, it looks like, all week next week. Bust out the winter coats, the winter hats. It's here. What? It's here. It is. It is here. So uh, I'm gonna. I don't want to calm down, but this is this is what uh, this is insane. What's going on? Uh, I we got. I got. Once I get the sound bites, I'm I'm working on them right now for what uh, Diane Feinstein said. She was shocked to see. And we'll get to all this, actually. We'll play it all coming up uh, in about 10 minutes, okay? In about 10 minutes. Uh, what she said is, like, unfathomable. So, you know what? Let's play some, uh, let's play some Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh um, went after Dianne Feinstein. Number 80. Let's do number 80. She was questioning him. This dinosaur, she couldn't even look up at him. Listen to this. Here we go. Senator, I'll do whatever the committee wants. I wanted a hearing the day after the allegation came up. I wanted to be here that day. Instead, 10 days passed where all this nonsense is coming out, you know, that I'm in gangs, I'm on boats in Rhode Island, I'm in Colorado, you know, I'm sighted all over the place. And these things are printed and run breathlessly by cable news. You know, I wanted a hearing the next day. I, my family's been destroyed by yep. this, Senator. Yeah. Destroyed. And, I'm, and, I'm and, and, and whoever wants, you know, whatever the committee decides, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in immediately. Is, I'm all in immediately. And the terrible and hard part of this is oh God. when we get an allegation, we're not in a position to prove it or disprove it. Therefore, we have to depend on some outside authority for there it. There we go. And it, would, it just seemed to me then when these allegations came forward that you would want the FBI to investigate those claims and clear it up once and for all. Senator, uh, the committee investigates. It's not for me to, to say how to do it, but just so you know, the FBI doesn't reach a conclusion. They would give you a, a couple 302s that just tell you what we said. I'm going to tell you so what goes on. I'm here. I wanted to be here. I wanted to be here the next day. It was an, it's an outrage that I was not allowed to come and immediately defend my name and yeah. say... I didn't do this and give you all this evidence. I'm not even. I'm not even in D.C. on the weekends in the summer of 1982. I mean, this poor guy. I'm, this happened on a weekday. Well, is it? Would, 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 I'm not at a Blair High School for a summer league game. I'm not at Tobin's house working out. I'm not at a movie with Suzanne. You know, I wanted to be here right away. Good for him. And then he ripped her one more time, 81, because she starts talking about the FBI. I mean, she had nothing to say. She's the reason this whole thing freaking happened. She and the Democrats, but she, primary one. Listen to this. Here we go. Well, you know, we hear from the witnesses, um, but the FBI isn't interviewing them and isn't giving us any facts. So all we have. You're interviewing me. Say, you're interviewing me. Exactly. You're, you're doing it, Senator. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're well, doing it. That's the, the, there's no conclusions reached. And, and what you're saying, if, if I understand it, 
oh, is that the allegations by Dr. Ford, Ms. Ramirez, and Ms. Fetnick, Swetnick um, are, are wrong. Yeah, that, that is emphatically what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Emphatically. The Swetnick thing is a joke. Good. That is a farce. Would you like to say more about it? No. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. She had nothing. Nothing. So what you're trying to say, are you, are you mad that, that we leaked this out with no actual witnesses to corroborate anything so your whole family is destroyed because we're labeling you as a, as a, as a sexual predator and a rapist and a gang rapist? I mean, why? You're mad about that? You got to hear what this, and I'll get your reaction. I mean, he was awesome, and I feel so bad that he had to go through this, man. So bad. I think the country does. There's only the small minority of morons that have no soul that are against it, okay? Uh, but you have to hear Diane Feinstein, apparently. It took this dinosaur a good day to figure out why she, she was mad. You got to hear what she said just minutes ago about Kavanaugh and his, and his, his passion, his frustration. Um, he is a man that was wrong, and he stood up for himself, and she didn't, she didn't like it. You have to hear what she said. That's coming up right now. Here's the latest from Fox. And he came home yesterday. Dad, did you get the batteries for my Nerf gun? I'm like, I didn't get a chance. To oh! Stomps to his room. That's what the Democrats did. They just walked out of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Kamala Harris, Dick Blumenthal, um, who who else? Uh, Maisie Hirono, another one. They walked out. They we can't work like this. Bah, 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 bah. Bunch <laughs> of maniacs. I know. This process is terrible. They walked out like a bunch of kids. Three things I think you need to know. Oh boy. Yep. So there's that, which is which is nice. So we got to play this Diane Feinstein. So Diane Feinstein, right before the news break, uh, played for you, Diane Feinstein. She didn't know what to do and how to handle this man, Brett Kavanaugh. They, Demi, I, they were shocked. I mean, if you saw this Kavanaugh hearing yesterday, or if you heard it listening to Hannity's show, they were shocked. They were never expecting somebody to be able to stand up for themselves, just like they were never they were expecting Trump to win and Trump to continue to stand up and fight for himself too. This Kavanaugh is a Trumpian Supreme Court justice. I kind of want him to run for president in 2024. Like, forget the Supreme Court. Run for president. Just do it. Now nah, they'll bring up the yearbook and good. You Trump, boof? Did you boof on somebody? Trump survived the all access the, the access Hollywood tape. Have, the yearbook is nothing. We have, so we have a lot of you boofing on yeah, exactly, on your exactly. Your buddy Squee said the f word. <laughs> that happened. That happened. We'll play that audio. We we have a, we have two hours to go. So, um, so this guy stood up for himself. I mean, they literally dread the Democrats, thanks to Feinstein, whipping out this letter at the last second to try to just delay this even more so they couldn't get another conservative on the Supreme Court. She got called out for uh, called out for it. By the way, a bunch of Republicans actually called out Dianne Feinstein for doing that yesterday, which is good. And she had to keep her head, this dinosaur to keep her head down. I mean, she they, these people are just bad human beings like I I'm not being uh, I'm, not, I'm not being just just too dramatic here. They're just bad people. If you are willing to ruin a person's life for political power. You're a bad person. So Kavanaugh stands up for himself. We played it just a few minutes ago. And she literally got owned. And he's like, I'm right here. What are you? FBI. What is the FBI going to do? They're going to contact me and ask me questions and give you the piece of paper with the questions and answers. You ask me the questions. You know, these same Democrats were mad that the Republicans hired that chick from Phoenix to ask questions. You can't do it yourself. Well, why do you idiots want the FBI to ask questions? So dumb. So Feinstein, this morning, just minutes ago, 
I mean, she has no mirrors, no soul. She was mad that this guy had the audacity to say this stuff. Am I up over there? Put me over there. Listen to what Diane Feinstein had to say. Yeah, put, put up net, net host. Thank you. Ready? Listen to this. However, I was shocked to see Judge Kavanaugh take the same tone and strategy. Candidly, in the 25 years on this committee, I have never seen a nominee for any position behave in that manner. Judge Kavanaugh used as much political rhetoric as my Republican colleagues. Wow. And what's more, he went on the attack. Oh, what what did you do? You tried to ruin his life for political power, you... He yelled at Democrats for having the temerity to express our frustration for not having access to over 90% of his record. What? And said that some Democratic members were, quote, an embarrassment, end quote. He'd accused Democrats of, quote, lying in wait, end quote, and replacing, quote, advice and consent with search and destroy, end quote. He even went so far as to say that Dr. Ford's allegations were nothing more than, quote, a calculated and orchestrated political hit, mm-hmm. fueled with apparent pent-up anger about President Trump and the 2018 election, end quote. And, quote, revenge on behalf of the Clintons, end quote. Unbelievable. This was not someone who reflected an impartial temperament or the fairness and even-handedness one would see in a judge. This was someone who was aggressive and belligerent. I have never seen someone who wants to be elevated to the highest court in our country behave in that manner. Hang on. Yes, she actually said that. She actually said that. How dare he? It's like, how can he be upset just because we labeled him a gang rapist who's a sloppy drunk and his kids can see it and we rip him and we did this stuff without any actual proof? No actual proof. How dare he? We have the right to ruin people's lives. We're senators. Oh, it's more, le- then, then she talks about how great Christine Ford is, by the way, and she's the one that ruined Christine Ford because she and her office leaked out the letter that Christine Ford said, please don't leak this out. Listen. Stark contrast. Stark contrast. The person who testified yesterday mm-hmm. and demonstrated a balanced temperament oh. was Dr. Ford. A lot of holes she in the story, She gave powerful though. testimony mm-hmm. about her experience of being physically and sexually assaulted there was by no Brett proof. Kavanaugh. No proof. She started by saying how she was terrified to be before the committee. But she felt it was her civic duty to tell us what happened to her. Okay. And again, there was actually no proof. Matter of fact, real quick, let's play. If you missed it, we got to get to it. It's perfect time for it. And I mean, this, this, uh, this die five, she is just a horrible human being. She really is. Maybe a Chinese spy gave her tips. I don't know. 67. If you missed it, there was finally a question asked by the chick from Phoenix, Rachel Mitchell. About uh, Christine Ford's friend, another witness, Leland, her friend Leland, who said witnessed everything happening. And Leland's lawyer said, actually, my client never witnessed this, never met Brett Kavanaugh, was never at a party with Brett Kavanaugh, with or without Ford there. Listen to this. Here we go. Have you been in, are you aware that the three people at the party besides yourself and 
and Brett Kavanaugh have given statements under penalty of felony to the committee? Yes. And are you aware of what those statements say? Yes. Um, are you aware that they say that they have no memory or knowledge of such a party? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have any particular motives to ascribe to Leland? I guess we could take those one at a time. Um, Leland has uh, significant health challenges, and I'm happy that she's focusing on herself and oh, getting really? the health treatment that she needs. And she let me know that she needed her lawyer to take care of this for her. And what? she texted me right afterward with an apology and good wishes and etc. So I'm glad that she's taking care of herself. But she's um, not lying. I don't expect that PJ and Leland would remember this evening. It was a very unremarkable party. It was not one of their more notorious mm. parties um, because nothing remarkable happened to them that evening. They were downstairs. And Mr. Judge is a different story. Um, I would expect that he would remember that this happened. Oh, so can, my friend is going through health challenges, which is why she doesn't remember this stuff. She doesn't remember it so well that she had her lawyer say, my client has never met Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. This is, this is crazy. Something happened to this lady. She's not all there. This, Christ, this poor Christine Ford, not all there. Well, there's more coming up. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Oh, yes. How are you doing? It's a fantastic Friday. Life is good. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. I'm so glad you're here with me. You want to know what the hell's going on? I'm here to tell you. Figuring it out as the day goes along as well. This whole week has been crazy. A lot of news going on. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, the Senate Judiciary Committee will vote this morning at 1030. At 10.30 in the morning, our time, 1.30 Eastern, to, to, they're going to vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh, to, to get him out of the committee and to the Senate for a full vote. What's going to happen after they vote here, and they obviously do have the votes. Jeff Flake said yes, which is breaking news. He is going to back Judge Kavanaugh. So what happens next is that there will be debates starting probably tomorrow, go till some point on Monday. And then, and hopefully Tuesday, if not Tuesday, then Wednesday, they'll vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. And obviously, the process is going. It looks like they have the votes. So, uh, yay, yay, yay. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Democrats can't handle this. When Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee realized, man, we don't have the votes to stop this. Republicans are going to go for it. Kamala Harris, Maisie Hirono, Dick Blumenthal, maybe another one, who knows, uh, they actually got up and walked out. They got up and they walked out of this of the Senate Judiciary Committee meeting. They were just mad, acting like a bunch of spoiled brats. You know, you got to lose with grace. You got to win with grace. But the Democrats have no grace. Like, I don't know why people would want to be part of this party. It's really, really bad. Really bad. Third thing that I think you need to know and this is a big one here. It's so it's so petulant what's going on. There was a story that I saw. Gateway Pundit had it. It's been reported other places as well. Washington Free Beacon. 
Um, Washington Times, I should say. Lindsey Graham went nuclear, said this is the worst thing he's ever seen in his life, what happened to Kavanaugh and his family. As he was saying that, he got doxxed. That means your home address, your phone numbers, published. This time they were published in, in, on, on their Wikipedia pages. Lindsey Graham, Mike Lee, Orrin Hatch, Washington Times reported they were victims. All their personal info was put out there. And then Politico reporter, Politico.com, their congressional reporter, Burgess Everett, tweeted, Someone is doxing GOP senators on a computer from the House of Representatives. It began shortly after Lindsey Graham's speech. Democrats are sending their staffers to go in and publish the home addresses and phone numbers of their political opponents? Are you kidding me right now? That's what happened. Another big freaking deal. Way to be civilized. Three things I think you need to know. Am I up over there? If you don't mind, Alexis, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. Senator Pat Leahy, who was around... In the 1700s, apparently, this dude's ancient. I mean, between him, between Feinstein, the rest of them. Leahy this morning, I they're, they're, people are crazy. They're so mad that Kavanaugh is going to be confirmed, that the Republicans have actually united, and they're getting the votes. They have the votes. Democratic Senator Pat Leahy actually said this this morning. Yesterday, Judge Kavanaugh falsely claimed over and over again that every other person Dr. Ford placed in the house said the assault didn't happen. That's just not true. What? And we know it's not. The only person who's claimed this incident didn't happen is Brett Kavanaugh. What? The others said they had no knowledge or memory of it. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, he said none of them said it happened. It's so crazy that not only did they say it didn't happen, again, Ford's friend, Leland, the chick, said not only, I mean, obviously she didn't say it didn't happen because she said she never even met Brett Kavanaugh. She was never at a party. So it couldn't have happened because she never actually met the guy. She was never at a party or a gathering with Kavanaugh, ever. She said that. These people are sick, man. They are sick in the head. What is going on? He falsely claimed over and over that every person Ford placed in the house said the assault didn't happen. What? Mark Judge said it didn't happen. P.J. Smith said it didn't happen. You want to talk about fake news and lying? Holy smokes. This is what we have to deal with. This is what we have to deal with. So there was also a thing yesterday. Uh, Politico has this story. Outside of the hearing yesterday, there were protesters on both sides. There was the men are trash side. Men are trash. Yep. What? You know what? If you're a man and you're a Democrat, I mean, how are you thinking? What, what do you think this morning? Men are trash. We're just trash, just because we are. We're born with a schlong. We're trash. That's how it is. Are transgender men trash? That's what I want to know. Are we gonna? Are we? Gonna, are women gonna attack transgender men because they're gonna say you're a woman? Why would you want to be these evil, toxic men? 
So you had the men are trash crowd, and then you had the I stand with Brett crowd. Not quite as crazy. The story here in Politico says Cameron Mixon. I'm assuming, you know, Cameron's one of those unisex names, right? They could be a girl, Cameron Diaz. Uh, I'm assuming Cameron's a guy? I don't know. It says here, outside of the Dirksen Senate office building on Thursday morning, Cameron Mixon, a 22-year-old Georgetown law student, law school student, was sporting a t-shirt with the slogan, Men Are Trash. I love your shirt, one woman told Mixon. It's amazing, another agreed. It's amazing. So now, if you're a woman, you have to agree that men are trash. Do you think all women agree men are trash? Think our wives agree that we're trash? Girlfriends agree? Alexis, you have a boyfriend, right? Do you think men are trash? Would you call your boyfriend trash? Would you call your dad trash? No, not my boyfriend. Not my dad. You sure? Yes. So men aren't trash? <laughs> not all men are trash. Oh, which men are trash? <laughs> Pat Lane. Would you like trash. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, yeah, this, I mean, are you kidding me right now? Men are trash. Men are trash. This is what we're dealing with. Uh, there were people on the other side, the people that actually liked Kavanaugh. Uh, Josh Ertel, 32-year-old retail worker, wearing a shirt and a trucker hat that said, Make America Great Again. Oh, boy. Ertel said he was showing up to support both Kavanaugh and Trump, despite the fact that he himself had been sexually abused by a great uncle as a child. Ertel said he came forward years, many years later, but still thinks that the context of Ford's accusation would undermine survivors like himself, a male survivor, huh? Didn't hear about that much in the media now, did you? Quote, this makes people not believed anymore because they've made this completely political, he said. He's right. Tara McCoy, 39, a homemaker for Martinsburg, West Virginia. I guess she doesn't think men are trash. She wore an I Stand With Brett t-shirt, held a confirmed Kavanaugh sign. He needs to be confirmed, she said. The circus needs to stop. A moment later, a man with a TV camera stepped up, said, I'm with Showtime's The Circus. Oh, yeah. So that's what we, uh, that's what we have. And Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano was there. You know, I had the biggest crush on Alyssa Milano when I was eight years old. In 1985, son, who's the boss? Well, that was before she was crazy. Maybe. Exa- or maybe, maybe she was crazy then. Maybe. maybe she was crazy. Again, I love what, what Kavanaugh did yesterday. He was real. I feel so bad. It's terrible he had to do it. It's really pathetic that he had to do it. But I, I, I love that he stood up for himself. I love that he didn't want to take this crap anymore. I love that he fought for his family, right? He fought for his family. And he was passionate. And, and he wanted to clear his name. And he, he said, I'll never get the chance. I will never get the chance. I mean, would you be mad if somebody called you a gang rapist? Would you be mad? Somebody said you're nothing but a drunk that sexually, ra- sexually assaults women. And you're a gang rapist. We have this story that you were part of a train. You would drug chicks and then rape them with your friends. And then your daughters come home and tell you, you know, friends from school are saying that your dad's a rapist. Would... Would you not be mad? And yet the media is upset that Kavanaugh actually got mad. 
You want to know how insane the media is? You ready for this disgustingness? Number 70. We got to play this. Barbara Boxer. Number 70. Former California Senator Barbara Boxer. uh, Yesterday on MSNBC actually said this. All of a sudden, we see a man transformed from a choir boy who up to now has said after hours in front of the committee he lived this very perfect life all of a sudden his anger is triggered and what we saw today is someone who you could now see attacking a woman unbelievable i mean that is just this guy's still getting it trying to clear his name trying to defend himself he can attack you know you look at the anger this guy with that kind of rage could totally attack a woman. What an irresponsible piece of trash she is. But what about all the clueless people out there? I mean, which is really worse? Somebody who's clueless and wandering around with the head up their butt all day long and flowing here and there willy-nilly, or somebody who's actually has some passion in his life, wants to defend himself mm-hmm. and, and make sure that he's worked hard. And stand up. Again, he was Trumpian. Yeah. Normally people, you know, Republicans would just... Kowtow away. I can't go through this. Oh, I'll, ne- I'll never be name. able to win the public argument. Why should I bother standing up for myself? And they do. And the media doesn't know what to do about it. Or they, they do this. They do. Here's another one. Donna Edwards, former congresswoman, number 72. 72. This is what she said. Here we go. You know, listening to uh, Judge Kavanaugh, and uh, it was surprising to me that he would, he seemed like a bully. Uh, frankly, and it reminded me, took me back to my old days as a victim advocate working with victims of domestic violence and sexual assault and seeing their perpetrators across the table or across the courtroom and uh, that kind of confrontation. And it really felt very much uh, like that. Wow. Seemed yeah, like a bully. Yeah, it seemed like a bully. And you know what? Uh, you know, he's, he, he, he reminded me of a sex predator. He reminded me of a guy that used to, you know, the, these victims, they'd have the same reaction. It's, so she basically called him a bully. He's a bully and a sex predator. Reminded me of a sex predator. Uh, 74, Iron Cameron with some, uh, I don't even know what the hell she's with. Iron Cameron, she was on CNN. She writes for some website. This is what she said. Speaking for myself. I can say that I was traumatized. I was gutted. Mm. I'm a journalist, but I'm also a human being. Mm. And to see her pain and to see his fury and to see the deference that his fury got. And, you know, Jeff mentions that men are allowed to get angry in a way that women are not. So you felt bad for her, but you didn't feel bad for him, that his entire family was dragged through the mud and everything over things that have not been proven and will not be proven. You know, there was a very, I mean, he, Kavanaugh said a lot of great things. He had a 45-minute opening speech, and it was, it was epic. Let me tell you something. Brett Kavanaugh will make more people, more Republicans go vote for Republicans, and more people go vote for Republicans in five weeks than anything that Martha McSally, Paul Ryan, or Mitch McConnell can do. Because he was Trumpian. You'd be honest and you'd be real. I want you to hear... Number 77, if you miss this, Brett Kavanaugh. This is what he said about his family. How how can that, that last journalist, I was gutted. I was this, just watching her. And just, he got mad. Listen to this. I am innocent of this charge. I intend no ill will to Dr. Ford and her family. 
The other night, Ashley and my daughter Liza said their prayers. And little Liza, all 10 years old, said to Ashley, we should pray for the woman. Wow. It's a lot of wisdom from a 10-year-old. We mean, we mean no ill will. Yeah, sex predator, monster, bully, right? Reminds me of a guy that could hit a woman, right? Right? We'll get to your calls. 880-KNST, 880-5678. What do you think of Kavanaugh? I mean, again, my, my take is that he is going to make the Republicans win the midterm. This is not going to be forgotten. You think Democrats are pumped up to go vote for, for, for these Democrats? You think people are going to want to say, I... That's my part. That's who I want. These morons. These people that act like immature children. I don't think it's going to work. I think they miscalculated. I could be wrong, but I think they miscalculated. Brett Kavanaugh, I think, is going to motivate so many people to go out there and not just vote Republican, but vote for Trump. And vote for America. It's not even just voting for Trump. It's voting to make sure America can get things done the right way. 822 will continue. More coming up. Jeff Flake. Uh, also uh, apparently confronted an elevator for four minutes by women yelling at him. Well, you have that too. It's KNST. Um. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Oh, yeah. 843 things I think you need to know. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Number one. Uh, coming up in less than two hours, 10.30 this uh, this morning, our time, here in Arizona, uh, there will be a Senate Judiciary Committee vote, and they will vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. 11 to 10, at least, to get him out of the committee. And then tomorrow, they're probably going to start the uh, the debate. So you have that. Right, so you have the debate. Um, and then, and then, that should end probably about Monday, so hopefully Tuesday, they'll be voting to confirm Brett Kavanaugh. Jeff Flake has said he is a yes vote. A yes vote. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, the Democrats have literally lost their minds. They walked out this morning at the Senate Judiciary Committee. Yeah, Dick Blumenthal, Sheldon the Dope White House of Rhode Island, Maisie Hirono, shut up Maisie, Kamala Harris, they all walked out. Staffer Senator Cory Booker left the room. They all walked out because they were mad. They, the Republicans actually have unified and got the votes. Yeah, to get to get uh, to get Kavanaugh to the next level. How about that? Third thing, I think you need to know, and there's a lot of stuff out there, uh, but it's getting bad. It's getting really, really bad. Uh, where you have Lindsey Graham going nuclear and calling out the Democrats for exactly what they were doing, trying to delay you name it, all politics to ruin a guy's life. As he was saying that. Somebody used a computer in the House of Representatives to put out Lindsey Graham's home phone number, home address. Same thing for Republican Senator Mike Lee and Republican Senator Orrin Hatch. Didn't put out Cory Booker's or Kamala Harris or Dianne Feinstein. So somebody, some Democratic lackey decided I'm going to put that out there and put it on their Wikipedia pages. Three things I think you need to know. Now, something to really think about. Um, The Democrats, after all this stuff, and I'll get your reaction, the Democrats, I think, have really screwed the pooch here. They're really sick in the head. They think they're doing something okay. Nobody likes sore losers. 
You think people are going to be motivated to go vote for the Democrats at this point? I think there are more people, maybe that were on the fence. Republicans were going to vote because they like Trump. Now they're going to vote because they like Kavanaugh, because Kavanaugh was very Trumpian yesterday. I think there are going to be people that actually go vote against Democrats just because they think that they're a bit unhinged right now. There are some normal Democratic Americans that are out there. And they sit back and say, what is going on right now? Like, this has never happened like this. And do I want to be part of this? Do we want our country to be a mess for the next bunch of years with these dopey people running stuff for the Democratic Party? Is this what we want? I think that there are going to be more people motivated to go vote Republican than there were going to be in five weeks. I think this has lit a fire under people that... Maybe we're on the fence because Trump's not going to sign. He's going to sign this spending bill and there's no money for the wall in it. Or it's, and it's going to piss people off going, that's why we voted for you. But after all this stuff that's going on, and if the Republicans can actually galvanize, if Jeff Flake can step up to the plate, I think they're going to go, you know what? I have to go do this because look at what's going to happen if we don't. Look at the crazy town that's out there. Look at what's being said by Kamala Harris and Dianne Feinstein and, and Lion Dick Blumenthal. And Sheldon Whitehouse. Look at all that. Look at it. We'll get your reaction. Let's start with Paul. Paul, welcome to KNST. Hi, Paul. Hi, Garrett. How are you? All right. Listen, thank you for your uh, comprehensive coverage on this, which I think is very fair and accurate. I'm a retired Army colonel and an attorney, and I carved out time yesterday to listen to all of the testimony because I did want to hear it. My mind certainly wasn't made up, and... uh, I agree uh, that I think this has been a huge miscalculation on the Democratic side. I think it will mobilize particularly men who have been so insulted uh, by the Democrats uh, to go out and vote. The point I wanted to make, though, Garrett, was that, of course, I listened carefully as an attorney to all of this testimony. Mm. And one thing that put it over the top for me was when it was revealed that Ms. Ford was not aware of the offer that the chairman of the committee, uh, Senator Grassley, made to go to California and provide, uh, you know, bring the committee, provide the testimony there. She was, and I think she was speaking truthfully, that she was not aware that that offer had been made. Well, it wasn't made, I think, because it doesn't fit into the playbook on the Democratic side. Interesting. Let me just jump Uh, in real quick, because, you know, that's another point where she... She said, I have a fear of flying. And I remember Grassley, all last week, he said, we made offers to fly to her. Right. You know, and, 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 and again, he said, we reached out to her attorneys. We haven't heard back. And we yeah. just found out yesterday, her attorney was that, is that nutty socialist, Deborah Katz, yeah. who was recommended by Dianne Feinstein. They never wanted this. They wanted all, that proves again, it's a great point, all they want to do is delay. That's yeah, it. Yeah, they wanted a public spectacle. Yep. And, and it backfired on them, yep. I think, clearly. And, uh, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, for them not to share that with her uh, is just absolutely atrocious and, and demonstrates their calculus in, in wanting to delay this. Uh, you know, I, I think that you are on it. I mean, as an attorney, you had to, if, you were, if your mind wasn't made up and you watched this, this Christine Ford, um, the amount of holes yeah. that were yeah. in, you know, and nothing against her. Maybe, no. maybe she's... Maybe she has some issues where she thinks this happened and it didn't happen. I don't know. But there's yeah. a lot of holes in all of her, her reasoning and, and her memory and everything. That doesn't make sense. And if you noticed, and I'm sure you did watching Brett Kavanaugh, he gave specific detail 
Yeah. About where calendar. he was at high, the, yeah. calendar, the high school parties, watching the Georgetown-Louisville game, this happened. That. He gave specific stuff about that. Yeah, I think she is uh, exceptionally fragile. And something very traumatic has happened, or many things have happened in her life to make her that way. But I, I, I just don't really think she was credible. And because of, you know, she just seemed extremely hesitant and fragile and mm-hmm. just didn't have it together. Yeah. And, yes, this was an awful event. No doubt about it. I'll give you that for sure. But it should not have shaped someone's entire life. No. I mean, I was 15 once, and you were too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this, this was a bad incident. Stuff. shouldn't yeah. have occurred. But for this to have this kind of impact for her entire life, uh, it's just a bit hard to believe. Did you, did you uh, speaking of attorneys, did you see what Sheldon Whitehouse, what his line of questioning was of Brett Kavanaugh? Yes, I did. I Is mean, that between not the, most the yearbook and uh, what do these things mean? I'm from Rhode Island originally, okay, although I've it. never voted for this guy. I hear it. Uh, you hear my voice, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I think if we're, if we're stooping to the point of uh, covering this kind of information uh, for this position, something that happens when a 15-year-old is in high school. It's, it's just a shame for this country. It's, yeah, it a, it's a real black mark, and uh, hopefully it will change things. But uh, this is just, this was not good. It was a very sad day for America. Yeah, for, for the, I'd say for even more for the Democrats, and I'm hoping it wakes people up to go, God, these people are a mess. We can't have these people in charge. Can't do it. No, I, I have to say I think they have forfeited, really forfeited their uh, mm-hmm. uh, right to, uh, to run this country yep. with this kind of the way they've acted. Yep, you're right. And the comments made, not even understanding that the accused does have, you know, you can't believe on face value what an accused says. There has to be probative questions there has to be corroboration uh you know you just uh, that's just not how our system works fundamental fairness you know is the pinnacle of our country what it was founded for and the constitution and fundamental fairness dictates that there has to be uh you know there has to be testimony by the accused and uh, other evidence that supports the allegation. You're right. That's fundamental. Yeah. But it's not fundamental to ruin a man and label him a gang rapist, sloppy oh, drunk. So, I mean, they don't know what fundamental fairness is anymore. They don't care. They just wanted power. We're willing to destroy a man and his family as long as we keep power. That's it. You're That's abs- it. No, you're abs- I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid you're absolutely right. Yeah, Paul, hey, man, thank you so much for the expertise and the opinion. I appreciate it, sir. You're welcome, sir. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Thank you. you got it. Hey, my pleasure. I'm lucky. Speaking of, if you missed what uh, some of Sheldon Whitehouse was saying, let's do number 87. Number 80. Actually, you know what? He's such a loser. Number 88. Let's do number 88. Uh, the whole five minutes was a complete joke. A Democratic senator from Rhode Island. He looks, I can't figure out what movie character, what goofball movie character he is, but he's somebody. Listen to this. Here we go. Orioles versus Red Sox in both. You respond, who won anyway or who won that game anyway? Should we draw any conclusion that a loss of recollection associated with alcohol was involved in Unbelievable. you not who won the games that you attended. Unbelievable. Now, uh, first of all, the Georgetown Louisville was watching it on TV, a party, and... The, That's the, not inconsistent with drinking and not and, remembering what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. And the point of uh, both was we, in essence, 
were having a party and didn't pay attention to the game, even though the game was the excuse we had for getting together. I think that's a very common. I don't know if you've been to a Super Bowl party, for example, Senator, and not paid attention to the game and just hung out with your friends. I don't know if you've done that or not, but that's what we were referring to uh, in those, those two occasions. I mean, so you didn't write down what the final scores were. Who cares anyway? You, were you too drunk to realize? This is what you're, you're questioning him about? When he's 16, 17 years old? Jeez. That's not the... We'll get in the next hour even more of him asking about what seven Fs mean. Devil's... Tr- you know what? Time. Play 86 real quick. Sheldon Whitehouse asking, uh, trying to make the, this guy, trying to make Kevin out to be just a drunk, looking at his high school calendar. Here we go. Devil's Triangle. Drinking game. Mm. How's it played? Three glasses in a triangle. This is actually happening. And? What's happened? You ever played quarters? No. Okay. It's a quarters game. <sighs> Unbelievable. Spin the bottle, seven minutes in heaven, post office. You never heard of those games? I'll explain during the break, Ryan. We have much more coming up. Don't go anywhere. Matter of fact, apparently there's a a crazy thing they were saying on CNN I got to play for you. Oh, man. It's KNST. Or Costco. I was just going to go talk to him. I really was. 907, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What a Friday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, there is going to be a Senate Judiciary Committee vote on Brett Kavanaugh's nomination at 1030 this morning, an hour and 22 minutes. How cool is that? Because they have the votes. Because the second thing I think you need to know is that Jeff Flake said, I will support Brett Kavanaugh. I will vote for him. The Republicans have all the votes they need. I don't know anything about Collins and Murkowski, whatever. I'm sure they're all going to come along, too. So they have all the votes that they need. And let me tell you something. The Democrats are mad. Third thing I think you need to know, they walked out. The Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee this morning walked out. Of the hearing because they were so mad that the Republicans have the votes and they went and had a press conference and they were mad and they were angry and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Yep. That's that's what happened. Holy smokes. How cool is that? They are losing it. The Democrats have no idea what to do. They're just acting like a bunch of a bunch of spoiled brats. Three things I think you need to know. This poor guy's on hold for like an hour. I was about to actually take his call. Sean's mad, dude. I, I'm trying my best. I really am. Don't laugh at me that way. There's a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to do. I will yeah. take your calls. You just have to be patient. I know you were very patient. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Call back, give your address. Ryan will drive to your house. No? And what? I don't know. I'm going to let you just take it from there. Make you make me lunch. Mm. That'll make Sean feel better. Mm-hmm. Like a little pastrami. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Maybe some uh, galley mustard. Kamala Harris has said the reason she walked out of the, the Judiciary Committee today on Kavanaugh was they're about they're pushing the, through this process. And frankly, the statements yesterday were about bullying fellow senators. And from top to bottom, this has been about bullies. Dude, they literally bullied this guy into his family. They literally bullied into his family, um, uh, getting just attacked, destroyed. I mean, this is incredible. These these Democrats, they they are they are they are terrible, terrible. So anyway, um, it, this is this is great. This is going to happen. They're going to get the votes, and the Democrats will implode. And then this, I'm telling you, this is going to make people become even more zoned in on voting in five weeks. Even in two weeks when you get your early ballots, whatever it is. Because they're going to say, I just don't want these damn Democrats in charge. They're crazy, right? They're crazy. They're nuts. And this poor Brett Kavanaugh had to go through and sit through this garbage. This garbage of being questioned about drinking and high school and this and that. I mean, it's just insane, the stuff he had to go through. Now, if you missed it, let's play... uh, Let's let one more time because I want I want you to hear the reaction from the media. Lindsey Graham, number seventy nine. Lindsey Graham was the only Republican that showed fire in his belly for this whole situation. Uh, this is what he said yesterday when Kavanaugh was uh, was being questioned. Here we go. If you wanted an FBI investigation, you could have come to us. What you want to do is destroy this guy's life, hold this seat open, and hope you win in twenty twenty. You've said that, not me. You've got nothing to apologize for. When you see Sotomayor and Kagan, tell them that Lindsey said hello, because I voted for them. I would never do to them what you've done to this guy. This is the most unethical sham since I've been in politics. And if you really wanted to know the truth, you sure as hell wouldn't have done what you've done to this guy. I cannot imagine what you and your family have gone through. Boy, y'all want power. God, I hope you never get it. I hope the American people can see through this sham. That oh, you yeah. knew about it and you held it. You had no intention of protecting Dr. Ford. None. She's as much of a victim as you are. God, I hate to say it because these have been my friends. But let me tell you, when it comes to this, you're looking for a fair process. You came to the wrong town at the wrong time, my friend. This is hell. This, this, this is going to destroy the ability of good people to come forward because of this crap. Your high school yearbook. You have interacted with professional women all your life, not one accusation. You're supposed to be Bill Cosby when you're a junior and senior in high school. And all of a sudden you got over it. It's been my understanding that if you drug women and rape them for two years in high school, you probably don't stop. Mm-hmm. To my Republican colleagues, if you vote no, you're legitimizing the most despicable thing I have seen in my time in politics. Wow. You want this seat? I hope you never get it. I hope you're on the Supreme Court. That's exactly where you should be. And I hope that the American people will see through this charade. And I wish you well, and I intend to vote for you, and I hope everybody who's fair-minded will. Graham, out! What you hear right now is John McCain spinning in his grave. It's not the Lindsay I knew!
Good for him, man. Now, what is Joe Scarborough? Joe's face, Mika's face, Joe's whatever. What does he think about this? Oh, 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 number 73. Number 73, if you don't mind, Alexis. Alexis, play 73. <laughs> That's just funny to me. So anyway, uh, this morning, Mika's face and Joe, listen to this. Lindsey Graham has gone from being John McCain's wingman mm. in politics yeah. to becoming uh, Donald Trump's yeah. carnival barker. Carnival exactly. barker. I mean, he was yeah. he, amazing transformation. He had Dead an audience of one mm-hmm. uh, a month after McCain. Uh, a guy, John McCain, a guy who worked with Ted Kennedy, who worked with people across the aisle, uh, who was attacked for actually trying to have... Uh, the, the, the courage, political courage, to be bipartisan. And look at Lindsey Graham now. He'll be proud of himself. There you See, as soon as you don't agree with us and you, as soon as you're a Republican, you stop ripping Republicans, you're dead to us. Hope you're proud of yourself. You're, not, you're a piece of garbage right now. By the way, what Democrat's bipartisan at this point? Can you tell me a Democrat that's bipartisan? So funny, isn't it? In the name of John McCain, why are you doing this? So uh, let this be a lesson, by the way, to every Republican out there. You kiss up. You kiss up to the media. This is what happens. They only like you when you say things that they agree with. As soon as you don't, you're dead to them. Why even bother kissing up to them? There's no reason. They don't really like you. They're using you, you dopes. Oh, I have something else. I hope it's somebody yelling, the power of McCain compels you. Mm-hmm. Let's play real quick Sheldon Whitehouse, 85. You we got, we got to do this. No, I know. I know what you're saying. Whatever. 85. I'm just focused. This this just happened. Oh. Well, we'll do what just happened in just a minute. Sheldon Whitehouse, the big dopey uh, Jim J. Bullock, John Larroquette, uh, bull from night court mixture of a person, Democratic senator from Rhode Island, actually asked yearbook and calendar questions for this brilliant man, of this brilliant man, Brett Kavanaugh yesterday, listen to this. This is a disgrace. Go ahead. It is. If you're worried about my yearbook, have at it, so, Senator. Um, let's look at uh, Beach Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. What does the word Ralph mean in that? Ralph. Uh, that probably refers in- to uh, throwing up. I'm known to have a weak stomach and mm. I always have. In fact, the last time I was here, you asked me about having ketchup on spaghetti. I always have had a weak stomach. I don't know that I asked about ketchup on spaghetti, but... You, you didn't. Someone did. Okay. And, and this is well known. Anyone who's known me, like a lot of these people behind me, have uh, known me my whole life, know, you know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer or with spicy food or anything. So the vomiting that you reference in the Ralph Club reference um, related to the consumption of alcohol. Sarah, I was uh, the top of my class academically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Busted my butt in school, captain of the varsity basketball team, got into Yale College. But you barfed once. When I got into Yale College, got into Yale Law School. But you barfed when you were in high school. Worked my tail off. You barfed, right? And did the word Ralph, Ralph. you used? Yeah, Ralph. I already, Ralph. Said, I already Ralph. answered the alcohol. question. If you're, yeah, yeah, you relate to alcohol. I like you beer. That. I like beer. I don't know I if like you beer. Okay. You like beer, Senator? Beer club. Um, I like beer. Like Next one Ooh. is... Senator, what do you like? Judge, have you... I don't know if it's boofed or boofed. How do you pronounce that? Judge? That refers to flatulence. We were 16. Okay. <laughs> and so when 
uh, your friend Mark Judge said the same, put the same thing in his yearbook page back to you. He had the same meaning. It was flatulence. I don't know what he did, but that's my recollection. We want to talk about flatulence at age 16 on a yearbook page. Um, I'm game. Yep, there you go. One more. Do 86, because he addressed this this morning. 86. Uh, Sheldon Whitehouse, this freaking guy's, uh, uh, this guy's an embarrassment. Absolute embarrassment. Listen to this. Here we go. Devil's Triangle. Drinking game. How's it played? Three glasses in a triangle. And? And? You ever played quarters? No. Okay. It's a quarters game. And let me tell you something. You, I guarantee you go to D.C., you'll see a bunch of these senators drunk tonight, Friday night. These are the same senators and congressmen that have slush funds to pay off victims of sexual abuse and sexual assault and physical assault. They use our money to do it when they do it. Remember that whole scandal that came out last year? Uh, now, real quick, let's do 87. One more before we play, uh, before we get to the calls, I promise. Sheldon Whitehouse, listen to this. Here we go. Ann Doherty's. Ann Doherty's. As you can tell from my calendar, she had a party on the 4th of July in mm-hmm. uh, the beach in Delaware. Yep. And there are like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven F's in front of the 4th of July. What does that signify, if anything? One of our friends, Squee. When he said the F word, starting at a young age, had kind of a wind-up to the F word. <laughs> kind of a... <laughs> so good. And then the word would come out. And he wants to say it so bad. And you see when we face. were 15, we thought that was funny. And it became an inside joke for the how he would say... F- and I won't repeat it here for the and F word. Referring to Georgetown versus Louisville and... Do you want, to, do you want any more on the F? I love it. You want any more? Huh? So this morning, this dolt just didn't let it go, this Sheldon Whitehouse. I mean, this is a real moron. I mean, I, I almost don't like using the, the, the adjectives. I don't want to demean myself, but there are no other words to describe these people. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Alexis, throw me up over there. <laughs> Am I good? All right. Sheldon Whitehouse this morning, because he's not going to support, just a few minutes ago, he's not going to support, shockingly. Brett Kavanaugh, listen. I don't believe boof is flatulence. I don't believe the devil's triangle is a drinking game. And I don't believe calling yourself a girl's alumnus is being her friend. And I think drinking till you Ralph or fall out of the bus or don't remember the game or need to piece together your memory the next day is more consistent with Dr. Ford's and others' testimony when she couldn't remember than things? his own. Really? When she couldn't figure out if she gave the Washington Post her medical records a month ago? A month and a half ago? I think you'd remember that, right? You couldn't remember if the day you buried, the day of the funeral of your grandmother is the same day that you took a, a, a polygraph a month and a half ago? I'm pretty sure you remember the day that your grandmother died, what you did. I remember mine. I remember her funeral. Uh, five years ago, five and a half years ago. You know, but but she didn't remember that. And I can't really remember where the house was, where this happened, or how I got there, or how I left. Really? If Dr. Ford's testimony is true, I hope we can all agree Kavanaugh has no business on the court. If it's true. Nobody's there to actually back up anything she said. 
This dude gave you... Uh, I don't believe buff is for flatulence. Really? Sheldon? There you go. All right, he's waiting forever. All right, Sean, thank you so much. Welcome to KNST. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Sean, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing all right. Hey, Sean, right. Sean, Sean, I'm sorry. not touched by Kavanaugh. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. In. Sean, Sean, hang on. I'm sorry. Can you, can you hang on for me through the break? Sure. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Sean. You waited so long. It's I was just kidding. It's going to be a great comment now, okay, Sean. Sorry, yeah. Sean. Sorry, Sean. Sorry, <laughs> Sean. Go ahead. Go ahead. Welcome to KNST. Hi, you're on. You're on, Sean. Yeah, no, it's it's okay. I've been listening to, to interviews where people are smoking pot and stuff during the interviews, so I was expecting some type of humor. <laughs> Anyways, I was calling because, you know, everybody's talking about um, whether it's to be believed or not, but that It's not me. I didn't do it. It's not me. Dude, your phone... <laughs> Where the conspiracy? No, it's not me. To get it's a conspiracy. Into the it's not me. It's this poor guy, hang on for like over an hour. Stop walking around, Sean. Are you walking around? Are you small? Are you Sean? Are you all right, Sean? Oh, you know, put him on. We'll take a break and we'll get to other calls. See, I don't want to hang up on him. I think he waited so long to say something. His phone died. No, just pick. Just talk, talk to him on hold. See, no, it died because it got tired of being on. Maybe. Sorry. Nine twenty-two. There's much more we need to, to talk about, okay? There's so much more. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. 927, Gary Lewis with you. KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 99 and sunny today. Uh, we'll get back to Sean. Sean's okay. His phone's okay. And we have other people that are waiting, too. Uh, but real quick, Lindsey Graham has not stopped. And I'm going to get to you guys. This is just like 10 seconds. Don't worry. Lindsey Graham is still on fire. You remember Maisie Hirono? Do you know, actually, Brian, can you pop up? Can you get Maisie Hirono real quick? Remember, she said that men need to shut up. And then she, of course, asked uh, Kavanaugh yesterday about his temperament and how important temperament is as she loses her mind and says, just shut up, shut up. Men should just shut up. Just listen to this. Here we go. Of course it helps that there are women on that committee. But you know what? I expect the men in this country and the men in this committee, and many of them, believe me, because we all signed on to this letter to uh, demand an FBI investigation. But really, guess who's perpetuating all of these kinds of ac actions? It's the men in this country. Mm. And I just want to say to the men in this country, just shut up and step up. Do the right thing. For a change. Wow, just shut up. So Lindsey Graham addressed that today as Hirono and the rest of those clowns on the Democratic side walked out. Listen to this. I know I'm a uh, single white male from South Carolina, and I'm told I should shut up, but I will not shut up if that's okay. Good for him, man. Good for him. Sean, okay, hopefully your phone's better. Hi, I want to give you a chance. Hey, can you hear me now? We got it, buddy. Right on. So, yeah, I was talking about the the real issue. Once he's confirmed he's on the Supreme Court, it seems like there may have been like a slow-motion coup. They they kind of broke him. You know, he talked about a conspiracy. The, the Clintons were out to get him. And whether that's true or not isn't the point. When he's a sitting federal judge, he has to recuse himself if there's even the appearance of a conflict or impropriety. And so it's not the touchstone isn't whether or not he can be fair. It's whether there's appearance. So, I mean, just imagine the future the Democratic National Committee or some of these senators file a lawsuit and you have some politically charged lawsuit up there with the same players that he's accused 
uh, the conspiracy that's out to get him, he's going to have to recuse himself. I didn't. He didn't say the Clintons were out to get him. It was revenge for the Clintons because they lost as well. If you do you not see, by the way, do you not see that this whole time it was a giant setup, which is why Diane Feinstein held on to that letter since July thirtieth until the last. Yeah, possible it, it second? might have been a setup, but we all know that this whole thing is political. Like yes. any type of like morality or effectiveness, that ship said sail a long time ago, right? Okay, so I mean, it's a street fight. It's like talking about who bit who first. So then, what, you are, you, what are you saying that? That he'll have to, if, if there is ever one day some kind of lawsuit that involves Hillary Clinton, he'll have to recuse himself? Well, it would have to involve anybody that he said was out to get him, that there was a conspiracy. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have and to recuse himself. And from what I heard, it sounded like he was accusing the Democrats that were in that room and the Democratic establishment of, like, a, a smear campaign, a conspiracy. And so we have a judge saying that a particular group so? of people have taken positive action against him yes, and have tried to ruin him, I don't see how he can ever in the future sit on a panel that makes a decision as a judge because that would require a recusal. When did you go to law school? I'm sorry? When, when did you go to law school? Well, you know, I listened to your last caller who was talking about due process. and Who was actually I an attorney. Because he, was he went attorney. to law school yes. and he had his head right up his ass. You know, they have said that wow. a person's accusation is direct evidence. And we know after, like, wait all these second, people... Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second, because you're just, you're real. I don't think you can actually hear where you are. So you're saying that a person's accusation is direct evidence? Yeah. There's plenty of people on death row <laughs> right now with nothing but a personal accusation. And we know from okay, the okay, 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 hang on. A you know what? Accusation's not worth a I lot. accuse you of fondling me seven years ago. Prove you didn't. Exactly. It makes no sense. Why would he have to recuse himself? Because he said something about Democrats? That has no... You, you, you don't, no offense, dude, but you just don't know what you're talking about. It sounds to me like he was saying that those senators in that room and the political party, the Democrats, had mm. a concerted effort to get out, to get him, and to smear him. Yes. That seems very specific to me. Okay, right? so why would he have to recuse himself now? He's not, like, overseeing a case. He's not... He's not. It could be true. It could be absolutely true. She could be a liar, and they could all be out to get him. But what's actually going to be at play later is whether or not there's the appearance of a conflict. Not even whether he can be a good judge or do his job, but whether there appears to be a conflict. Sure. And if he really right. believes that people were out to get him, he's going to have to recuse himself if those same no, he's people not. No, he's not. or that group come no, he's before not. it. First off, odds of that ever happening, slim, and no, he's not. So I don't know where you're basing that from, but I really appreciate okay, you hanging so, on for like an hour. So if, but, if Trump, yes. they go for an impeachment, yes. who's going to be doing it? The senators on the Judiciary Committee, right? If Trump is going to be impeached? Right. You guys talk about him being impeached all day. Who's going to be filing the lawsuits for impeachment that would land right in front of Kavanaugh? Those very same senators. So you're telling me right now that it's slim to none. Do you know how the impeachment works? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you know how the impeachment, if the, the House starts, if the House somehow votes yes, we're going to impeach it, it then goes to the Senate and has to get, has to get 60 votes in the Senate. So, right. no. So then odds are the Republicans are probably going to keep both the House and the Senate. So it's not going to happen anyway. So I don't even, and I don't talk about Trump being impeached because it's just stupid and it's never going to happen. So. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Well, thank you, Sean. Take care. I don't know what's going on, but. I'm sorry. You made me. Talk to him, Ryan. It wasn't Blame that crazy when I first talked to him, but it spiraled out of control. I don't even know what the hell was going on you there. You should just talk to John. I don't know if I trust you anymore.
John, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Gil. We've talked before. Um, I was going to say this message Thanks. needs to go to Hirono, but uh, this also to this last caller. Yes. I worked for an oil company. Uh, I retired for 27 years. I retired. I eventually became a supervisor. And let me tell you what this proceeding is going to do. Yeah. My first week at work, I was in on a Saturday, and a female employee who had also just started and made it known that her husband was not supporting her and her family. So she had no money, and apparently she had to buy the groceries for her and her kid. She came into my office, my office, and propositioned me for sex for $300. Whoa. Okay. Now, uh, one of the janitors or maintenance people happened to walk by and saw her in my office. Let's fast forward another 25 years. I'm in uh, California. Okay, and this is a, uh, I'm not going to mention the oil company. Um, but it's a major one. Okay. I'm in California. Secretary comes into my office after I'd been in that group for about six months. She comes in. She starts telling me this story about one of her female friends with big boobs who jumped in the pool and her top came off. And as she did that, she lowered her zipper down and exposed herself to me. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've had women that have followed employee uh, colleagues that have followed me. Now, I'm an old time. I'm, I'm in my 60s now, so I ignored all of this. But here's what's going to happen. I don't know. what I, I don't, It took a long time to get to what he was saying. And I'm Ryan, I blame you again. No offense, John. But John, he let me down. Two in a row. It's Friday. No, it's not an excuse. Listen, I love you so much. Not you, but you. And I have a lot of, I prepare a lot for this show. And please just let me entertain. I will get calls, I promise. I will, but let me entertain. And then Ryan's pressuring me to take more calls. And I don't know what that, this is making me tune out. Okay. The, 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 the end of it was, men are going to come out and start filing complaints now. <sighs> right? I don't even know. Okay, thank you. On. Bye. I don't care anymore. I have a great story about Michael Moore we need to get to. I have some more sound bites I want to get to as well because they need to be heard because I spent a lot of time on this and I have points behind them, including more things that the media has said. You got to hear what one lady says about the devil's triangle, the drinking game. Oh, yeah, it's coming up. Here's Fox. Oh, yeah. 943. Garrett Lewis with you. Three things that I think you need to know. And there's lots of them things, right? I mean, there's a ton of there's a lot of them things. Number one, uh, a little less than an hour from now, ten thirty in the morning Arizona time, there is going to be a vote in the Senate Judiciary Committee for Brett Kavanaugh. So it looks like they have the votes because number two, Jeff Flake said, "I'm I'm voting for Kavanaugh. I'm supporting him. I'm voting for him." Oh baby! Third thing I think you need to know is that Lindsey Graham, Orrin Hatch. Mike Lee, all Republican senators, had their personal information, their phone numbers, home addresses, doxed. That's what it means when you get doxed. All your personal info was put up on their Wikipedia pages, and it was, it was uh, who did it? What happened? It was traced back to a computer in the House of Representatives. So some Democratic lackey decided to get revenge on what Lindsey Graham did yesterday. Three things I think you need to know. Apparently, listen, 
I was too young for Murphy Brown. I didn't really give a crap when it was out in, what, 88, 90, 91, whatever the hell it was. So considering that TV has literally, I mean, TV is dying. Networks are dying. There's nothing. They had to do a remake of Will and Grace. Is that still on? And all it was, by the way, was Trump bashing, right? Trump bashing. Uh, now they did, uh, they brought back Murphy Brown because people generally walk around and say, I really miss Candace Bergen. She's Murphy Brown. You hear it, right? I mean, I re- I miss Candace Bergen so very much. I wish she'd come back. So apparently she did, and apparently Hillary Clinton, and by the way, this is even better. So you bring back a washed-up actress and a washed-up show, and then you bring up a washed-up politician, (laughs) and it equals ratings disaster, which is exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. It didn't do well. Funny, and it was all Trump bashing, too, by the way. Apparently, they ripped Trump. Roseanne was a a success because it was common sense and related to America. And this wasn't good. This this wasn't good. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Not good. It was from uh, Deadline.com. Not good. Candace Bergen led SCBS revival is yesterday's news. (whistles) Yesterday's news. So we have that. And then there's this. I tweeted this very early this morning because I thought it was funny. You know, Michael Moore has a movie out. Who? Yeah, exactly. Fahrenheit 11.9 because so many people hate Trump. Of course, 11.9 the day after the election. So he does this whole thing and Trump's the worst. He'll be the last president in America because he's going to ruin America. It's just terrible. Michael Moore's the worst. It's terrible. By the way, the Murphy Brown thing, the Michael Moore thing, it proves the blue wave is happening, right? Michael Moore, Fahrenheit 11.9, story of the American Mirror. Box office mojo numbers show. You ready for this? The second day of the film's release, the revenues dropped a lot. A lot. Literally on Saturday was the peak. Saturday was the peak. So four days later, four days after it came came out Saturday, four days later, revenues dropped 80%. 80. 8-0. On September 22nd, Fahrenheit 11.9 brought in $1.187 million. Four days later, Wednesday, September 26th, it grossed only $240,000. It is playing in empty theaters, an anti-Trump movie. The blue wave is coming. They hate Trump so much, nobody is going to see a movie that hates Trump. Hmm. Yeah. Somebody, uh, I don't know who this is, Nate Power. Nate Power, I guess, is a, is a movie critic? Took a picture of a theater. It was empty. He was inside of it. He wrote on his tweet with the picture, finally seeing the Michael Moore movie in a theater. Clearly, I was alone in the excitement. Hashtag Fahrenheit 11.9. <laughs> yeah, it's not looking too good. Not looking too good. Um, so... Apparently, the end of the movie is dedicated to comparing Trump to Adolf Hitler. Sounds like fun, huh? It's Friday night, date night. Yeah. Go see it. So it's it's losing lots and lots and lots of money. Where? I mean, I thought, is the Blue Wave not? Is it really not coming? Is it not here? Nobody wants to watch Murphy Brown. It's a horrible show. Um, it's not good. So it says here, the... 
revival of this series, Murphy Brown, has pretty much reduced itself to a one-note Don Quixote from what I've seen. Ooh. It takes digs at Sarah Huckabee Sanders and Steve Bannon, uh, Trump, you name it. And no, not not good. Not good. So there you go. It was on yesterday. Went up against Thursday Night Football. Thursday, this is, People aren't liking football right now. Football's ratings went up. Murphy Browns were non-existent. I didn't know she was even coming back. Exactly. Again, who go, who walks around? I I just I miss a show that went off the air twenty years ago. You think somebody for our sales staff watched it? <clears throat> Anybody watch TV anymore? I don't know. Uh, what are they going to do next? Bring back the Cosby Show? <laughs> I had to do a major delay in that one. Thank you. A major delay in that one. So uh, it is a disaster over there. I don't understand. How is it so hard to come up with good stuff? And I I don't watch a lot of Amazon or Netflix even as much anymore. Do they have a lot of good shows? I mean, I, I saw Orange is the New Black. The first season was really good. The second season was okay. And then I saw one episode of the third, and I never watched it since. I saw Stranger Things the first season. I never bothered to watch the second. Second season was good. Amazon does a lot of things like, I like Red rehash Oaks, stuff. Red Oaks on, on Amazon. I but I mean, people like say, oh, I saw this episode on, on this one. I don't know. Maybe I just don't have time because I have two kids and they just yell at me a lot. Oh, we need to do the Jeff Flake thing too. Son of a bee. Really quick, Jeff Flake. Oh my gosh. Um, Jeff Flake apparently was trying to go down to vote, and while he was uh, in one of the Capitol buildings, he was he was held up by a bunch of angry women, and I guess some guys. He was getting yelled at, and it wasn't me doing it. So Jeff Flake was getting yelled at by very very angry women. It was. I mean, it was crazy. This is what they do. A, mo- a whole bunch of uh, people including two female protesters, trapped Jeff Flake in an elevator because he said, I'm going to vote for Kavanaugh. Listen to some of the stuff that happened. Well, Monday I stood in front of your office with Adi Barkin. I told the story of my sexual assault. I told it because I recognized in Dr. Ford's story that she's telling the truth. (laughs) I need to go to the hearing. What you are doing is allowing someone who actually violated a woman to sit in the Supreme Court. Actually, that's not true. This is not tolerable. You have children in your family think about them i have two children i cannot imagine brett kavanaugh is going to get the next 50 years they will have to have someone in the supreme court who has been accused of violating a young girl what are you doing sir wow nobody believes me I didn't tell anyone, and you're telling all women that they don't matter, that they should just stay quiet. Because really? If they tell you what happened to them, you're going to ignore them. That's what happened to me, and that's what you're telling all women in America, that they don't matter. That's they what, should just keep it to themselves, because if they have told the truth, you're just going to I wish you say nobody has corroborated it. Anyway, that's what you're telling all of these women. That's what you're telling me right now. Look at me when I'm talking to you. Whoa. You're telling me that my assault doesn't matter. That what That's happened to me doesn't matter. And that you're going to let people who do these Pause things... It. You know who would be them. mad at this? A lot of women. A lot of women be mad and going, no, it doesn't. Shut up. Because then what they think is they represent all women. And that pisses off women even more. That makes women more mad than when I look at women and go... Like, that's worse. Maybe not. Try throwing a, hey, hey, sweetheart. That's not bad. Is that the best you have? While you're doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's, let's hear some more. I got this funny. It's a power. Just because Jeff Lake's uncomfortable, that's which I like. That's what you're telling me when you vote for him. 
away from me. Look at me and tell Whoa. me that it doesn't matter what happened to me. That you'll let people like that Pause go it. into the See, highest you know, of the land. This, this is, if Jeff Flake had guts, and he has no guts, he's in a tough position. If he would just say, listen, I appreciate you telling me this stuff, and I'm sorry this happened to you. This happened to you. I'm very sorry. But can I get a word in, please, too? Doesn't mean I'm a jerk. Nobody has corroborated this story. Four people were put up as witnesses, and they all deny this party ever happened. So you want me, based on an accusation that can't be proven, to say this guy shouldn't have the job. Is that fair? And then just, just say it. Have the guts. Kavanaugh had the guts to say it. Trump has the guts to say it. This is why Jeff Flake is not, he realizes he's never going to get reelected and he's quitting. Because he's got no friggin' guts. 953, it's KNST.